Computer, establish a security code for access to all functions previously transferred to bridge. Enter code. Comma, dot, dot, comma, dot, 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 comma, dot, dash, dot, comma, dot, dot, comma, dash, dash, dot, comma, dot, dot. Lock. Security code intact for all specified inquiries and orders. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live in Technicolor from the beautiful Hollywood Hills, California. The show where the total retail price of their advice is zero dollars. This is Timeline's Time. Featuring guest musical performers, Metallica frontman, oh my, it stars and garters. Also featuring, hey buddy, you're a tier nine. Look out, it's Automaton 2000. And now, from Spreadsheet City, here's your host, Captain Idol. Yes, welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of Timelines Talks, the premium number one talk show for all things regarding Star Trek Timelines. Welcome gentlemen, Automaton 2000 and Stars and Garters, you've joined me once again for another fantastic week. How are we doing? Oh, I on. think we're doing pretty good, I just have to ask, if we're if we're the most premium show, <laughs> is, is that like a premium pull? Are we like the straight drop? That we're you both hate. the best and the worst at the same time, so you know <laughs> we're we're blue schematics for sure. <laughs> blue trainers Terrible. on the gauntlet. Um, yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We've got uh, you know a little bit more of a resigned show this week. We've got some things to talk about. What happened last week? We've got Star Trek Day to talk about and what's been going on in uh, in the Star Trek world and in the timelines world. Um, first off, one thing I'd quickly like to plug, as we always do every week, I'd just quickly like to plug the Data Core. Um, they now have a Patreon. Um, so you can go to Patreon, and let me get the link up, patreon.com slash datacore. Literally as simple as that. Go and pledge some money. Um, I think they've pretty much hit their server funds, but anything is appreciated, and they can start working on uh, extra functionality. As we all know, it's something we all use every day for our voyage times, for our crew analysis, for various auxiliary spreadsheets that might be in existence. Um, so yeah, that one. Uh, big thanks for last week to Ben uh, for the interview and for Wicked Realm Games for giving us the opportunity to do that. And also a big thanks for Shan for dropping in chat and answering a few questions there. So thank you both. Um, hopefully we'll do that again soon. And thank you, Ben, for your many, many clues. He's given us enough joke material to power this show for the next decade. So uh, you, you may see more bits like that in the in the coming episodes. If anyone's watched Robot Chicken, so for those of you not in the in the timelines Discord, the moment that show ended, we were like, okay, there's this this clip, this clip, this clip, and then there's this and this, and you can just we're set, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, for anyone watching, our layout is a little bit skew with. I've got things to do uh, regarding this, but so we're going to be a bit flexible tonight. But hopefully, I'll be able to sort it out soon. But for those listening on the podcast, this doesn't concern you. So hurrah, you can see us in any way you visit. I'd I'd be interested if there's any people who listen to this who actually imagine what we look like and i think we'd all be horrified by the results <laughs> um what if, what if they imagine us looking more handsome than we are well <laughs> all the best for us 
There's varying levels of hair, that's all I can say. <laughs> hey, when we get round to doing that mirror episode we always talked about, it's going to be even more. Um, should we have a quick recap of what we spoke about last week? Because I think there's um, a lot of people still asking in Discord and in various places. So what was actually announced um, by Ben on the show? And I've just pulled up the link, which I've now just lost. <laughs> Hang on. No, I lost it. <laughs> Bear with me. There was a recap posted by uh, Shan on the forums as well yeah. as went out through in-game mail that covered some of the topics. Um, of course, the, the video from last week is timestamped. If you want to go through, every single question has a link, so you don't need to miss anything, including the clues. If you're a little behind and want to play along with... Uh, Ben's scavenger hunt of clues, <laughs> which we are going to spoil in a, in a minute here. We will do soon. Um, just to sort of go through what was actually announced. So uh, I'll just quickly go and thank you, Legat Damar, for putting this up. And thanks to a few other people, Skycap in particular, who gave us a bit of a rundown uh, afterwards. So if anyone that was keeping track to let the community know, uh, thank you very much for that. Um, so one of the things, skirmish rewards. We mentioned that um, since the auto mode came on, uh, that they're, you know... <laughs> that the uh, level for threshold should increase because people are hitting 1 million VP a bit sooner. So we th I think uh, Ben definitely did say, you know, skirmish reward changes in 2021, you know, so we're looking at that possibly next year. Um, there is a big new feature, um, something akin to, um, you know, a kind of in the scale of Voyages and the scale of Gauntlet, a new feature that will appeal to players who have been playing for a long time. Um, that is also so ho hopefully being rolled out in 2021. So, you know. And in, and in fact, he said that, uh, fingers crossed, maybe next time he's on the show, we'll see a little teaser of that. So Definitely. Um, we'll have to unlock a vault in order to get at the hint <laughs> and, the, and the, the live preview, but it'll be worth it. We'll do it for you, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely. Um, if you're wondering why Nanoprobe Flox was the next on-haul crew, that was one of Ben's favorite crew. That's, it was his choice for that one. Um, there will be no Kelvin crew. Um, there will be a new license needed, so for the current immediate future, don't expect to see uh, Zachary Quinto, Spock, or Chris Pine in our game, unfortunately, for me. But um, behind the scenes of the code, uh, the code for temporary achievements, as we've all seen, um, was updated, so easier to do sort of, you know, easy for them to code in and put out Janeways, or like we've seen recently for the Star Trek Day, um, the. Uh, achieve i think we've got some terminology about that for the achievements that are on offer for the next uh five days i think we've got five more days on that it's a we? week yeah um more code updates so more new mini events are coming so if you remember the cataclysm that happened what was that four months ago five months ago um which gave everyone quite a healthy amount of dilithium there are uh, there is going to be more mini events and these are linked to the he, event he, hub which is coming. he was he was pretty clear about that that it won't be uh um... yeah insane amounts of dilithium but i'm sure we'll see other worthwhile rewards yeah be interesting to see what they come up with but these are all tied to the big new feature which is coming very soon in version uh, 760 uh, which will be happening over the next few weeks uh, which is the event hub where we'll be able to see future event um, packs that we can pull and also previous i think he said was it eight? I can't remember. Was it eight events that we eight could see was, in the past? Uh, the, the, yeah, the last eight events. You can see the scoreboard and such. Yes, and he also uh, announced that there will be things happening on Star Trek Day, which we've seen, uh, which uh, segues us nicely into Star Trek Day itself. Um, we've had the achievement. Should we go into the achievements now? Should we sort of jump ahead a little bit? Uh, Otto, I think you wanted to have Let's a Let's talk about those big old Chivos. Big Chivos. Big goals, <laughs> milestones to get some more dilithium. 
Yeah, so just so we're all on the same page, um, this is going to be a little condescending, I know, but people are having trouble with this. So the definition, folks, of an achievement is a thing done successfully with effort, skill, or courage, effort being the key noun in this case, and free means given or available without charge or obligation. So some things have been given for free, some things are an achievement. So let's not mix those up as we talk about them. So some of the achievements we can get, you might have well seen, you can, um, there's a lot of dilithium, there's premium packs, um, regular things like running scans, running faction missions, away teams, a lot of people did like the level up in the, of the away team missions straight away. And if you haven't seen these achievements yet, if you've not played, go and quick check your achievements because you might need to do a little bit of catch up if you've not been playing the last couple of days. Um, one of the, uh, I want to say more controversial, but it is, is the, uh, the spate no sorry the arena battles uh one which you actually can't get the full tier without actually spending dilithium and buying uh extra tickets i think it's another three extra tickets no sorry a three loads of extra tickets isn't it right which yeah. comes out if you buy the first one each day it would come out to 450 dilithium for if you complete all the tickets um two 10 pack premium pulls so yeah 20 pulls in total yeah yeah, so that's that. That's worth bearing in mind. The you know whether you think that's worth it is up to you. I'm 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 doing it because one, we're getting some dilithium for free. I'm interested in pulling packs just to see what happens. I know others don't see that as quite the same cost effective, and that's fair enough. You know, if you just want, you know, I think they've rated that nicely enough that you can get the dilithium quite early on, and then decide if you want to push ahead and grab those packs or not. If you look at it in the scale, and this is my argument, this is not universal, but if you look at it in the scale of how much a um, 650 premium pack cost. I think it works out at 225 dilithium for a pull. If you want to look at it that way, that's a way of looking at it and sort of justifying the expense on it. But entirely up to you. Well, honor sales, I guess you can say, have been picking up. We only have a couple data points, but uh, if you're a believer in more honor sales down the line, that is, I guess, maybe the best um, dilithium to honor ratio. Yeah. That we've had that i that i can think of so mm -hmm. yeah the, the regular premium packs are typically not great value the portal is huge it's hard to fuse crew etc i certainly understand that but um if you're just going for honor and or if you're a habitual pack puller like captain idol then uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's not the worst but uh, yeah all the other temporary achievements are ungated except by um time i think for most of them they just took the normal um daily reward type obligations and, and then added 30% on. So instead of 21 scans over that time, you're doing 28, etc. Um, and then there are a few others, uh, like 500 away missions that, that are a little more, but, you know, if you run a, a pop a um, supply kit, run a bunch of three chronoton missions, you'll have that done in no time. So in total, you're getting 800, sorry, 1800 dilithium um, without spending a dime, mm. if you can keep up with these achievements. And then the gold citation, which for leveling up 99 levels, you can grab a bunch of uh, gray or green crew, hit the trainers a few times, and bam, you have a gold citation. So 10 trainers that, for um, one citation is a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that's one of the good things. Tomorrow we have, and there's been a bit of a miscommunication. A lot of people thought that was happening today, but tomorrow will be the free... Uh, free behold which features labor kirk 
uh, Bones McCoy and um, Gunslinger Uhura, who are you know, three main, the original series cast members. Um, two of these are not in the portal. Uh, well, I don't think Labour Kirk's not in the portal yet, is he? Um, neither is Bones. I don't, Bones, I don't if, so. Bones, if you would remember, he is the achievement only, the first achievement only crew that came out about a year ago, maybe seven, eight months. I can't. Time is an illusion at the moment. There's not. I'm not entirely sure what year it is anymore. Um, so, guys, I want to sort of pick your brains about what you think is sort of the ideal choice here, because I've seen people bouncing back and forth on who to pick in this, and it's an interesting, because most people, um, assuming, because when Bones came out, you could have got four out of five of them for free, essentially. There was one given away and three through achievements. The, the fifth one was available if you bought the pack and which came with the free site. I know a lot of people didn't do that, so have a four or five... Uh, McCoy, would you say that it will be worth getting that fifth star over the first star, potentially, of Labour Kirk or Gunslinger Uhura? Well, it's the thing is that when you have someone who dominates their skill ranking as conclusively as Bones does, if you can get five out of five straight out of the box for, like, for free... I mean, everyone else is going to have that as well, but the fact of the matter is, it means you are, especially if you're a newer player, you're going to have med locked down for a good long while. Like, you can clear any, pretty much any node in the game with that kind of, um, with that kind of, like, sheer base power. And in terms of, like, sheer event use, it's a case of he will run. Uh, unless there's, like, a hundred other med crew with incredible bonuses, he will run med bonus crew, uh, bonus, uh, sheets for you. And it, that kind of qualifies him as, daily use crew kind of not really because he doesn't do voice or gauntlet or whatever um and it comes down to a case of if you're like me and you took that um that pack then you already have a five out of five bones and i personally don't like duping crew so i'm gonna be taking a star on cook because i have him two out of five and i'd like to finish him off but i think they made so there's two things about this one, it's an interesting choice because you could make a case for all three. Like, Bones is the number one base med. He's an incredible, like, shuttle crew. Um, Kirk is a pretty decent voyager who's, like, a bit more unique among the Kirks because he's a command edge. And then there's Ahura who has two pretty tricky um, to complete collections. Her numbers are pretty bad, but and you're not going to get events, but they, I could see someone justifying as, I have a four out of five Ahura on my roster. I want to finish her that would be nice to have. I could see the logic there. But even though I, I think they've chosen those crew quite well, it's kind of odd to me that it's like, Kirk, McCoy. <laughs> well, there there may be an upcoming reason for that, which we'll get to in a minute. We will. We will solve, mm. solve the mystery. Um, By the way, in all the Star Trek Day festivities, let's not forget the greatest giveaway of all, the uh, new camera that Stars and Garbage is sporting. <laughs> so we can see that that lovely mane in high definition. It's fantastic. Look at that. It's like a L'Oreal advert. <laughs> I am worth it. Um, this is four megapixels of beauty coming straight to you, so fantastic. you're welcome. Yeah, uh, if you're I'm listening on the podcast, you guys are so missing out. <laughs> I have to have half of the rest of you this, guys. This, this <laughs> is visual ASMR right now. Oh, burn. Um, so I, I'm going to be going Kirk. What about you guys? Auto. I don't. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a beer. <laughs> Speaking of beer, if you're at home playing the um, the Timeline Stocks drinking game, let's talk about tears. Uh, Kirk, 
we we had him in tier two for quite a while. He debuted close to Ishan Shea Cisco. So we're thinking, all right, lots of events, Eng primary, good skill set, good voyage power. Um, they're both in two. They're talking about maybe moving them down. Like he, I think for most people, he would be the slam dunk choice, all things being equal. Um, for a new play, a really new player, I might recommend Bones because I think you're going to get more mileage out of what he offers at one five and what the typical early roster lacks. Um, I'm I'm going with Uhura because I have an end game goal of all finishing all collections and she hits two vanity collections. Um, so. For me, I mean, even if varying star counts, I'd probably still go her because I, you know, if you want to achieve a goal like that, it, you know, it takes sacrifices sort of along <laughs> the way. I think, I mean, I've probably got the easiest choice in the game because I have Kirk immortalized. I got him five of five doing recaps and I have Bones immortalized because I did take the the pack, the deal. And I have a four or five Ahura, so it's a bit like, perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll finish Ahura off and add it to my leveling list. So I I don't like to give in too often to form whining, but someone did point out, I guess this is sort of a legitimate gripe. You know, if someone has them all immortalized, it would just have been nice for some kind of other option. Because uh, this that part, the behold, is really part of the free giveaway type festivities for star trek days so not being able to participate while your friends are is, is, is a little bit off but if you had to duplicate one of the crew i mean kirk gets so many events and he's still good on voyages that it's not a total loss but yeah i would like to see it a little mix up there technically dupe mccoy because you know you what is he gonna be you know number two med seat like they're, they're good enough crew that i could see it if you were into duping that you could do that but if you if you were in a situation of all three of things you don't want to dupe yeah, it's 550 on it, that kind of sucks. But it's kind of like when we had the Bureau John Luke Picard campaign, it's a case of everyone saying, oh, I have a 4 out of 5 of the thing, it doesn't appeal to me. It's like, well, you're never with a crew roster this wide, unless you pick the crew that premiered last, last week, you're not going to be able to satisfy everyone. And even then, there's going to be the person who got them 5 out of 5 from the event, and they're going to be annoyed. So, <laughs> in the end. One of the cases, you just have to hold your nose and go, 550 on her, I've not seen that. I can't. There's no. no. There's no <laughs> <event yet>. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other um, giveaway things is is the continuation of these care packages. This one was a little beefier, more chronotons, an extra voyage revive token. Which they've been running these care packages for months now. So I think a lot of us have accrued several voyage revive tokens. If any of you out there in TV land are planning to do a long voyage run, I'd be great. You know, if you want to screenshot your results at the end, let us know what kind of crew honor you got, and uh, maybe we can go over those on the stream at some point because those are always fun to to see who got their their voyage exclusive crew and that sort of thing. Definitely worth. I've definitely yeah, seen a lot. Congratulations if you managed. Congratulations if you managed to bank those tokens because I have been even worse than usual about uh, forgetting to <laughs> recall my voyages. So I've used up all of them. They're all gone. They're all gone. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot more people doing long voyages over the last sort of like first couple of weeks or so, you know, last couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, and people are sort of starting to bag those voyage exclusive crew, which is, is a weird one because they're not really worth much, but they're interesting to get. So, unless you're a well, yeah, it's best on the Jannar or something like that. What is timelines of not a collector's game? Well, exactly. We will talk about citing the crew you love very soon. Um, 
other things on Star Trek Day, there was the Star Trek panels that happened last night, which I wasn't planning to stay up all night watching, but I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were very good. Some uh, the I think the most intriguing thing was the reveal of the some uh, another discovery season three trailer which was absolutely fun you know in i think me and stars have both agreed that we're really really hyped about what's not just to come in that but there's some definite cards i can see there that could come to timelines and also there's a cat the cat looks amazing and i want that cat in the game <laughs> i want to be that cat. that'll be the that'll be the year six avatar yeah. gift i'm sure <laughs> um but no yeah very very hyped for things that are coming up there's you know more lower decks there's, there's some very good things discussed and as usual like you get with any convention panels chats with the old cast that's yeah, very nice to see and it's kind of you know it's been a, nice to have a nice little fun celebration of something that I've been celebrating all my life. So it's been yeah nice to have a day for it. Even if so it was they did do a pa- they did do a panel for every show, mm. um, and it was pretty late in Europe. Uh, or if you were working in the states, you can go to YouTube.com/c/CBSAllAccess. We'll put a link in the YouTube description later on, um, and they have vods of all the. The, the panels for all the different shows. In fact, I went back this morning and watched what I missed, and and uh, most of them were pretty good. Uh, some of them were just okay, but most of them were pretty good. <laughs> and if you're if you're not the kind of person who who normally watches or goes to conventions or watches, you know, the the old cast get together, um, and you want to see how gray they've all gotten, that's also a fun, fun exercise too. See, I didn't realize we watched the Strange New Worlds panel, which was brilliant absolutely fascinating because actually went a bit of a deep dive on how they're going to approach the series i didn't realize that um rebecca romjin excuse me if i'm pronouncing her surname incorrectly romaine 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 okay like the lettuce okay rebecca (laughs) romaine rebecca romaine uh you know well classic me mispronouncing something travers um uh, rebecca (laughs) romaine's actually married to the guy that's um voicing uh commander ransom so i did not realize that that's um, Zach Quaid. Is it Zach Quaid? No, I can't think. I forget his name now. I'm going to have to look all this up. You're, okay. you're scaring me asking these questions. <laughs> you're, the lower, you're the lower decks nerd. Don't ask me. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so if you Jerry guys O'Connell haven't seen it... Jerry O'Connell Jack Ransom. Mm. That's right. Oh, yes, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I like Jack yeah. Quaid in my um, head. So... Because there is someone with the last name Quaid on that cast. I think that might be getting confused. Might be. Think so. Um, Actually, in the in the videos for the CBS All Access YouTube, about a month ago, they also did an, another lower decks panel. So, if you're really interested in, in the new show, there are a, a couple panels there with the voice actors. Sorry, stars. Yeah. No. Um. So, if you guys haven't gone and seen the Disco Season Three trailer, it looks great. Like me, me I think even people who are like, uh, it's a case of, if you like Discovery, it's more of what you want. If you don't like Discovery, guess what? Lower decks is is quite good. Um, Picard is season two is kind of thing, like Strange New Worlds. There's plenty of Trek for everyone, and that's There's what I'm. There's so kinda... much Star Trek right now. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's like the so 90s. Much. It's the 90s again. It's brilliant. Like, yeah, no, we're actually going to have what four? Mm. If, once Strange New Worlds is going, four shows going at the same time, and that's going to be pretty awesome. And apparently yeah, section I'm 31, gen- but yeah, I don't think we're going to see that there was a now. Post, but there was a post. Uh, someone said, "Oh yeah, we're, no. the writing staff's back. We're we're back, and you know." Oh, really? The bag and business? Well, apparently. Well, I would like to bring up the fact that, just like with everything else, we got a Strange New Worlds panel and we didn't get a Section 31 Yeah, panel. that's very true. Yeah, I think that kind of tells was, you... I was saying yesterday that sort of helped 
feel a little more real to me because to this point I've just been reading articles and this and that, but to have them alongside all the other shows is basically, I mean, you can't get any more confirmation than that. But uh, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm a little bit pessimistic at times. Um, a little. And, mon <laughs> and, and months ago I was thinking, okay, you know, Star Trek overload, there's going to be too many running. They're going to sacrifice quality. People are going to get burnt out or whatever. But now that I'm in like the eye of the maelstrom, I'm I'm feeling giddy. This is this is good. I mean, I, I mean, I love every food on the table, but it's a big ass table and it's set with all sorts of different dishes. So this is this is exciting. Hmm. Exciting yeah. for us well, as timelines players, part... definitely. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, no, no, sorry. I was basically say that I think that what their strength is with this is that they aren't doing where they kind of failed in the 90s, where the case of, oh, TNG's done, put out Voyager, and it was basically Voyage, like TNG was season eight, you know? Uh, and then Enterprise, and it was basically, hey, look, it's Voyager season 15. Um, everything feels very, very, very different. Like, Discovery feels extremely different to Lower Decks, which feels extremely different to Picard. And even though they share production staff and the same continuity... They're, they're very different styles. They're written by different people, and they feel different. And that's what's important for a good... I hate to say this word, like, media strategy. But it's yeah. like, they're, they're, pick, they're doing it very cleverly, where they're, they're targeting different things, yeah. so that when you go to it, you're not like, I, I just watched Discovery, I can't, I can't bother. No, you go and go, so, this is a different thing. Yeah. And that's the strength of it. Definitely. And CBS will have our check now. Thank you very much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, where we I, from I don't know Go if on. you I don't know if you mentioned this in the the recap from Ben, but oh yes, um, he he did say that they had done. Um, God, if this was said pre-stream, you know, pull me off the show. But um, I, I think he said that they had done a few art tests. We we had asked about how you how it might be difficult to integrate lower decks art into the into the game, and he said that you know they had done just a few preliminary art tests for lower decks. But that they um, had no plans at this time for the Kelvinverse license, which is a separate license. So, in case you're wondering which of these might might come to the game, um, it's looking good for Lower Decks and bad for Kelvinverse at this time. And I don't think we've gotten for, far enough um, into Strange New Worlds to to know about that yet. I think we're a way off, aren't we? Uh, and I think well, the um... thing with Lower Decks is that we had confirmation from Ben last week that there won't be one in October which makes sense, that's a bit of a fast turnaround. But he didn't say no lower decks mega at all, which we're, <laughs> we're ruminating on. Yeah. Um, it, that feels like a lock. Like, it, it's in canon. They, it's going to be weird trying to uh, get the art styles to mix together. They did it with Taz, um, you know. It's, it's... Well, it, well, this is the thing, is yes, they did it with Taz, but with characters that, like, aren't fully human. Mm. Like, Bem is the closest you get, and he's still got the weird torso. Well, we do but have if you think about how, like... Well, that's the thing. April yeah. has the worst art of all the Taz characters because <laughs> he's not based on a real person. He's a cartoon character, but you know what a human is meant to look like. Yeah. So you look at it and you go... Mm. So I'm going to be very curious. Maybe they'll draw cues from what the the actor looks like and kind of integrate them like they do with Rescue Team Uhura. I'd be interested in seeing that approach, maybe. But I can definitely see why they're not rushing it out the door because you don't want... You don't want a horde of like uh, original Tomalocks flooding the game in terms of art quality. So you're saying we could get Taz Kirk, the animated series Young Spock. <laughs> no, was it Spock 2, the big Spock? <laughs> when are we going to get Pink Tribbles? Pink Tribbles, that's what I want. <laughs> that's the year six. Okay, reward. so 
uh, a drink if uh, if Otto steals the show from Idol. Uh, he said that no lower decks in October, but in October we may know what's going on because of the uh, spoiler alert. He dropped a bunch of hints in this last stream, so don't if you want to go back and, and try to crack dash. the code yourself, hit hit pause now and go back, and uh, it's time stamped in our last video. But uh, why don't you tell us what we might have in store for October Idol? Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but due to the uh, investigative nature of El Mato, who is a, a moderator on uh, the Timeline Discord, he cracked the code, uh, I think along with the help from a few others who are working on it live on the stream as well. Um, but the the result of the Morse code was revealed to be Spocktober. <laughs> and I love it. I think that's absolutely fantastic that, you know, w whether well, this is... Thing. If we don't get Spocktoberfest, Spock, and he's holding it like a giant beer, then it's all off. What was even the point? Yeah, and, and he's, so wearing the, the, he's yeah, wearing the traditional reason. garb of, of, of a, uh, uh, a pigtailed little Fraulein, you know. With, uh... He's incognito. That's, that's the entire thing. No, yeah, we're getting we're, apparently Spocktober. Whether that's a clue to a general theme for October, but I think it's pretty safe to bet that that's going to be the next theme for the Mega in October. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. There are a lot of good Spock variants, and there are a lot of good Spocks we've not seen yet. So I'm I'm quite hyped for that, definitely. Yeah, I also thought maybe there's a campaign tie-in, which there may be. Now he's already mm -hmm. had a campaign all to himself with Captain Spock and Fugitive Spock. Um, but he's such a beloved character. I, I won't say there will be no complaining. I think we know how that turns out. There will be limited, probably, complaining if we get another Spock, especially if it's a good one in a campaign. But yeah, I think you're right. It, it, at this point, we're probably looking at mega information. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be a case of is it gonna be a character mega with an additional trait or two thrown into even at the pool, or are they gonna go for something a bit weird? Um. It's also interesting to me that they're going with a character-specific Mega, because I don't know if anyone um, remembers, but way back when, we had that survey about Mega themes, and one of them was the Wrath of Kirk. Um, and that didn't get picked, even though it sounded like fun. So I'm wondering if it's the case if they were like, okay, they don't want Wrath of Kirk, but what about... Um... Are you saying there was a board meeting somewhere where they all sat around and pitch me ideas and someone's just like, ah, let's make a disco mega. No, let's make a mega with tight theme and good crew. No, Spocktober. Yes, get in. <laughs> okay, get in. <laughs> well, uh, as we're wont to do, of course, we went and, and looked at a bunch of Spocks. There are several traits that recur throughout a lot of his variants, telepath, ambassador, Vulcan, diplomat, exobiology, musician. So um, I think of those, only Vulcan has had a mega before, which doesn't necessarily mean we'll never get one again. But uh, yeah, you would think it, it would be something other than just Spocks get a bonus. So <laughs> if, if, if you're Everyone looking for... Spock. <laughs> All your old cards, looking for, they're no Spock. Um, <laughs> You know, we should do a Spock-themed uh, episode. Yeah, that's a good idea. You think we can get masks made up in time? <laughs> I'll get me ears out. <laughs> I, I don't want to think about what that's going to look like. <laughs> um, we'll just look like really shitty elf cosplay, I think. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm just trying to think about what kind of variants we might be looking at. Um, who, are we, who are we missing, really? 
I suppose we're missing like covert ops Spock from Final Frontier. Hmm. We're missing EV suit Spock from two two EV suit Spocks. There's the one. Oh in the yeah, because the TOS one with the big yeah. suppository looking one. Yeah. Um, we could get Amanda Grayson. No, dude, that's Scott. Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> we could get Amanda Grayson from Discovery because we don't actually have that version no, of the character true. yet. I would love it if they made it like if they if the story about it was revolving around Cyborg and we got the big floating head from Shakari. That'd be great. Yeah. What does God mean? That'd be awesome. Starship. Now, based, based on Wicked Realm Games' track record, I'm going to guess we probably get one new Spock and a lot of ancillary-related <laughs> characters. Oh, God, I'm getting so, uh, Picard like, number one flashback. Three lower deck screw, two Picard, yeah. one Picard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Prepare yourself. But um, you, you mentioned Eevee Suit, and we've had um, recently added to the game Eevee Suit to Paul and Phlox. And, and we are up to... And two so we're up to, I don't know how many, probably close to double-digit EV suit characters in the game. If we would get Spock or something else, maybe there's... We, we spent uh, Big McLarge Huge and I spent some time brainstorming the, the name. He said, you can't come out with a collection without having a great name. And we're like, yeah, that's true. What's a good... I think we settled on Zero G, so... Uh, Wicked Realm, if you're listening, you need a title for your your Eevee's suit vanity collection. Then Zero G is my suggestion. For those, I, I have a counterpoint, and my counterpoint is the bit from First Contact where Worf and Picard are talking about doing the spacewalker and the saucer, and um, Worf's like, uh, "What are you suggesting?" And Picard has that look on his face. I think it's time we went for a little stroll. So you would call yeah. it a little stroll. Yeah. I would like that. That would be neat. That'd be cute. Yeah, I had a zero G is also. I've got uh, I've got a sort of for anyone that's used my data core collection. Uh, sorry, my data core analysis sheet. I do have like a little section on the fun collections, and I do have an EV suit collection on there, and I just simply named it Baby. What well, Baby? It's cold outside. <laughs> I guess we got all sorts of names lined up then. <laughs> Use them all. It's fine. I won't well, confuse things. So here is another thing, actually, which kind of dovetails. So last time. We had a bit of a tease about a new collection, possibly Mirror. Um, I'm sorry, are you to... trying to advance our stream? Why can't we just stick on one topic for the next 40 minutes? What <laughs> I you would never. <laughs> Let's talk about Spot for the next 40 minutes, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so tying back to the thing of... Uh, so I have my, my legendary site because I, I rushed through Nerissa and got my 100 levels. And I was like, hmm... Who should I finish? I could put a star on Governor Wharf and get him up to 3 out of 5 because that's a silver fox. Um, or I could put a star on Mirror Regent Wharf and net myself a pretty decent event crew and maybe a Mirror Collection crew, maybe. Um, and it's sort of this question of... I don't. I, I imagine most people have probably already spent their citations, but I personally am thinking, okay, if we get a Mirror Collection in the next four weeks and... There's like, you know, I'm one off of a threshold and I could have finished it with Mirror Regent Wharf and it's something impressive, then I'll feel really, really stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's plus three hours to your voyage time no matter how long it goes. So you're one crew <laughs> short, sorry. Yeah. But it it was worth getting Mirror Archer all along. <laughs> oh no. It's, 
Yeah. So last week, Ven was a little vague. Ven was a little vague. No, Ben was a little vague about it. I'm only one beer in. How did this happen? Um, but when Shan posted that recap uh, on the forums and in game mail, I think she hinted a little more strongly at Mirror. So that's, at least in my mind, it's already in the game. You know, who who knows if if we're right or not? But um, that also put a little extra oomph on last week's skirmish event reward, uh, Emperor. Philippa Giorgio, who is Mirror Universe crew. So, um, yeah, I think with their size, they're just under 50 crew. I, I, just keeping with consistency, that's large, way larger than any vanity. I would expect there to be some kind of stat boosting along with that. So, um, yeah, like you said, it, it gives a little extra incentive to citations going forward, even though we don't have a ton of powerhouse Mirror crew. Yeah, most of them tend to be pretty bad there's a lot of dip sec uh no command sec rather two skiller legendary crew where you're like i i'm never going to take you goodbye um like discovery was also really bad about that like detmer and mm. uh, that Orlorca and um landry they were all just what your your minute variations upon the last mirror command set crew in this case so i guess for the people who collected those crew and have like a shiny David Duchovny read on their shelf. There's a plus for you, <laughs> but the rest of us are like, which one do we have to cite now in order to get to where we want to go? And if you didn't pick up David Duchovny in the L2 last week, no stat boost for you. <laughs> You're feeling really stupid now, aren't you? <laughs> Can I segue? I just, I just yeah. love segue. Speaking of LTOs, we have up right now uh, Mambo Picard. And um, North Star Tucker, any opinions on those? Mambo's always good. I mean, if you've if you've well, got an opportunity to add more he... stars to him, is he good? He was uh, last time I looked. He he's good. I mean, he's okay. The skill set's a little worn out, but he's good. He's got good voyage power. He's great in the well, great in the gauntlet. Uh, if you don't have him yet, he has. I still think the number one um, dip command role. He also gets a 65% gauntlet with, what is it, Diplomat Romantic Federation. So he certainly has his uses. Um, Picard events had this weird drought, mm. like, back to what, uh, last middle of last year, I think it was the last Picard faction. We thought with the show, he you know, he'd we'd be reigning Picard events, and that didn't happen. But I think overall, he's, he's, he's one of the better crew that they've offered um, uh, as a limited well, time offer. Well, this is where sort of my, my thing comes from, because Picard events haven't materialized as we think they should have. There's been no actual dedicated Mega for the show. We had the Astrophysicist Mega, which gave us Picard number one, which, better Voyager, I'm pretty sure. Not the Gauntlet mainstay, but the fact of the matter is he's basically a two-skiller there anyway. Uh, much better bases, same skill set, but in a different order. I could... I think Mambo used to be like a really, um, a, a really good bet to go on because the case of he's Picard, he's always going to be events. Like he has all these ancillary uses, and I'm pretty sure. He, um, does he count for diplomat? I forget. No, I don't. No, he doesn't. No. That's just, no. That was just a fever dream I had. Um, <laughs> but it's a case of the benefits, especially of adding stars to essentially a gauntlet crew with a voyage thing. It's a case of it's a harder proposition for some than others. If you have him four out of five, I could definitely see finish him off and get him done. But I think I have him two out of five thanks to the giveaway and a random lucky star in this case of it's a bit of a harder sell for me. <laughs> Hi, um, hey, Mambo. Uh, 
Bumble yeah, I, El Capitano. I'd, I'd like to get my refund back, please, on that third star. Yeah, no? no? Okay. <laughs> don't, don't interrupt him. He's up somewhere above uh, Abu Dhabi in his <laughs> palatial mansion overlooking the city. He doesn't have time for plebs like us. No, um, actually, my, my favorite memory of Mamba Picard is once upon a time he was the fifth-ranked Dipsy Voyager. So I got to make the Mambo one two three four five joke, you know, from the song. <laughs> but uh, that time has passed. No, I mean, I, I think he's a little better than you're giving him credit for. But no, um, no, definitely. But but like you said, first star and last star make the most impact. So if you're in the middle, you know, yeah, how much do you want to spend on a game incrementally siding up crew? Yeah, this is sort of the thing. Is a case of I think he is still good crew. I think we have him in what tier three. I think he's dropped down from tier two. In this case of. I don't think he's like a hard lock for a lot of people, but I can definitely see the logic, especially as you say, first star and last star in the middle. It's a case of what your spending habits are and what your other cards look like, um, because especially if you have a pop card, if you have other ones that have like populated your your roster from various event wins and whatever, he's good. But I'm pretty sure he. Well, I, I I could go I could play contrarian all night, but I think we have a show to get to. <laughs> so we also have North Star Tucker is the other LTO. He was also uh, Gauntlet, not not in the extremes of uh, Mambo Picard, but he has he gets the odd twenty five. Does he get a forty five? Yeah. So, 45, so moving yeah. moving on to this mega event, um, it has not been the most. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we can skip over it. It's North Star Tucker. He's not amazing. Years ago, he was Jack of all trades, master of none. He had a little bit of Gauntlet, a little bit of Voyage. Um, he caught, you know, one one or two events per year, this and that. But the numbers across the board these days are are too low. If you're getting him, it's for either the Western collection or because you have a four star on him maybe and want to finish him off. But it's the power is just gross at this point. Yeah, I think he counts for jury rigger in Western. So if you haven't got those collections finished, he's okay to go for for that, but I have him two out of five just because I really like that episode and I really like Trip. Um, but he doesn't do anything for me in Gauntlet, even on a 45%. He's not registering on Voyages, that's for certain. And it's mm. a case of hard sell. And on a related note, why does almost every Trip in the game suck? It's trip true. is the best part of Star Trek Enterprise. Why does almost every version of him suck? It's awful. I want a good Trip. I thought the decon gel chamber was the best part of Star Trek Enterprise. Am I am I wrong here? Yeah, when they when they got all that gel all over Porthos, yeah, that's the best part. So you're right. Uh, this will be discussed on the after show for uh, if you have to sign your uh, verify your age before you can view it. You're in the yeah. Just an interesting thing as well, because usually the LTO cards are linked somewhat. You know, Picard's obvious because of Dixon Picard this week in the event. I'm struggling to work out why we've got Tucker as an LTO. This seems to be a bit of a random one. Yeah, because the Mega's over. Um... Yeah, this is just a bye bye Enterprise. Here's one of the worst <laughs> cards from it. Even last, <laughs> even last week we had two reads, so you'd think. You know, if they wanted to go with the Picard theme, how how many thousands of variants does he have? I'm sure they could find another one to put on offer. Hmm, wait, 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 I have it. So so he is part of the Western collection, and Gunslinger Hero is part of the Behold that's going to be available okay. tomorrow. If yeah. you put those two together, then it means... 
I think you need to start drinking with us. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that's, it, that's the only way to make sense of some of these decisions. Speaking of enterprise, I guess. True. Mmm. And I'm going to leave you guys to talk about that while I make my obligatory mid-show jump to the toilet. <laughs> I will be back. <laughs> All right. You know, when, so, we, you know, when we find new clips for the intro, it's just every single. Uh, revamp we do of the intros is going to be some variation of idol getting up to go to the bed. I, I think maybe my hair flip will be my my be recorded okay. one. I don't want that that old camera footage. That that that's embarrassing. Now I'm still beyond that. Um, okay, we'll, we'll be me, uh, completely dead drunk, getting up to leave to the other room too. We have unlimited material for the intro. I was going to say I'd that all the superior rant is what I'd pick. Um, oh, that's true. <laughs> exactly. I think that it evokes you. It's evocative. Um, so I think Idol picked the right time to duck out because <laughs> you and I have a, a a thing about this. In this case of, is this the most uninspiring mega of them all? So I I still think because I'm a gameplay stats nerd. I still think the the I think first discovery to Kuvma Mega because it was. Uh, the recurring mega and all four weeks were two skill crew, which, you know, how many of, of you are rushing out to site your two skill crew? How many of you are fielding them in gauntlet? There's only a few really. Um, and none of them are, are, are regulars per se. So I think that, wow. that probably wins the booby prize, but this one is might be pulling up right next to. Let me make a counterpoint to that. Good sir. Um, so that, you're correct, that Discovery Mega did have five two-skillers, like, all of the five-star crew, I'm pretty sure, were two-skillers, but, to Kuvma, I still see people using on ships, and he was one of the dominant arena boomsticks for a while, um, Mud managed to land, what, like, three successive Megas, with a decent dip side base for both Yeah, but that doesn't speak to the quality of the Mega, that just speaks to the fact that they have a contract with CBS, and they ran a crap ton of discovery events. You know. Well, well, here's the thing: is like, in which case, then, how do you justify? How do you quantify the the quality of Omega? Is it how tightly it's bound to the 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 theme of the show? Well, it was all about discovery crew, so it was pretty tightly bound. And these crew are not bad. If you got them, especially in that first discovery Omega, you got four megas worth of use out of them, not even counting traits. Well, and not to mention yeah. we've got two skilled Giorgio in there, who you have said is one of the best collection crew in the game because she's in diplomat, inspiring, and veteran. So okay, but counter, so. counter, counterpoint. How often are you adding stars to your two skill crew? Like it, you can use them on discovery shuttles, but when you have what eighty discovery crew, how many four fours are beating them out? How many fused better discovery golds are beating them out? Sometimes they might only make your sixth, seventh. Uh, shuttle if you're running requisition shuttles. Counter, 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 counterpoint. We're not talking about if you were running this Discovery Mega now. We're talking about it, what, two, three years ago? In which case, the amount of value you've got out of those crew is pretty good for that amount of time, whereas I don't think that any of these Enterprise crew, with maybe one or two exceptions, is going to have even remotely that kind of impact on your roster going forward. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm distracted by Idol walked away, a woman came back, and then a woman left and Idol came back. And I thought, you know, are we getting a transporter accident episode? What's going on? Some kind of transporter accident. <laughs> okay, you guys so fighting let's again? Say let's say they're neck and neck for, for some of the worst um, yeah. power, crew power that we've had. 
I think I, 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 I can. Wasn't it you, Stars, who said last week that, that you really enjoyed the uh, the storyline and the theme of this mega? Yeah, no, I, I actually enjoy how tightly bound it is to Enterprise and the fact that it's um, kind of going off of the fact that Enterprise Season 5, if it had happened, would have been about the Romulan War and the lead-up to that. So making these two dovetail together is quite a nice thematic link. But it's also just a case of the crew are kind of meh. Like... I think it's just like when I say that I, I would probably maybe take Nona over a few of these. Hmm. I mean, it started off, yeah. as Megas often do, uh, with EV suit to Paul. We were a bit like, okay, she's a three-skiller, nothing special here. Yeah, and dovetailed into... Who's the second one? I forget now. Jamel. See? No. Because it was Jamel and Hernandez yeah, with the two... Tar- Alicia Travis! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Travis yeah, and then Jamel. Travis. And then Travis came. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. And then we got hit with two two-skillers in a row. And it was a bit like, oh... N- not just two two skillers, two bad two yes. skillers. Her- Hernandez is like, yeah, I had someone say um, today in game in fleet chat before the chat randomly disappeared that he was thinking of airlocking Hernandez because of how bad she is. And I said, um, you're not wrong. Maybe an athlete event. And that's it. So hmm. we'll give props yeah, for Jamel's uh, art, as uh, Matthew Blueflock says in, in chat, but. You know, they, they she's are, a very yes. lovely looking figure, but she's not yeah. very useful. Um, and then, um, sorry, pardon me. Um, and then the icing on the cake is humanoid figure who is. So I, I guess we should have asked Ben this last week, but it, uh, when the, the mega wasn't quite over. Why would they have used, um, quite obviously, Archer's art if they weren't going to do anything with its storyline? And. Okay, it's nice sometimes to just have little nods to, um, I, I guess the writers have said that Archer was supposed to be revealed as as this character in season five of Enterprise, which we never got. But um, it's nice to have little nods to that every now and again. But I mean, if you're making them the mega recurring crew and, and, and you're writing a whole story around this thing, wouldn't it be better to do something with it? Yeah, it would have been nice for them to be a bit more definitive because he says, oh, you, you, um, I'm, I may be someone new, or you might already know me, you might have already met me, and it's like, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah I, I get it. But the fact of the matter is, you could have just said, you know, I am an archer from a different timeline where that did happen. It doesn't necessarily... It's not going to impact the wider Star Trek canon if a mobile game says that that was Archer. People who know, know. People who don't know, don't care. So... If he had, the if they had added his variant to his character, would that have changed your opinion of him? Slightly, but I think, I don't know his numbers I don't know his numbers off by hand but with his numbers, would he sit behind Humboldt Archer, Archer and Porthos and Desert Archer for numbers? I'm not sure about Desert Archer but he's definitely behind that kind of that niche is kind of already filled for Archer variants well sure, but uh your typical run-of-the-mill casual player will have him at 4-5 or 5-5 and probably won't have the other one sided up. That's true. But it is just a case of if he were retroactively given him the archer trait, it would give him a bit more value. But even then, um, it's a case of he'd be like, what, third or fourth amongst archer variants, which is okay, always... Yeah, he, he would have been fairly substantially better than UPS Des- Desert Archer. 
for whatever that's worth. Which, I mean, is, is sort of ironic considering how many people have, have bashed Archer for being the least diplomatic captain, and he has all of these diplomacy variants. <laughs> well, see, I, I'm going to, you know, you're talking about how he would have bested Desert Archer. Desert Archer may be one of the most disappointing characters in the game, because I absolutely adore that three-parter in Enterprise, and the fact that we don't have proper fused Serac Archer doing, like, a nerve pinch or something, because that, that was my favorite, like... I don't know if it was a case of Scott Bakula just like kind of really embraced that or if the writing was just a lot better or what. But that bit when he was like channeling Surak and he was even giving to Paul advice on how to do my melds, best part of the entire show <laughs> in terms of Archer content. I, I love that version of Archer. I kind of wish that Surak had just stayed in his body and that had been the Archer we got for the rest of the show. That, that would have been awesome. too close to Quantum Leap. <laughs> Guess what? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. <laughs> I've never seen anyone at their most excited when talking about Enterprise, quite like you, Stars. This is <laughs> this is fascinating. Guess what? Enterprise is an interesting show, which is not something you would most hear most people say. Hey, no, I mean it. It is uh, every time I rewatch it and get to season four and it starts picking up for me, anyways. I'm like, oh, this show's fantastic, and then they These kick us voyages. off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was all right, don't let that hang in the air. Let's let's move on. I don't want to think about that episode. Well, no. I was actually going to bring up one other thing. So your contender for most mecha is the first discovery mega, which I, I disagree with, but whatever. My personal candidate was going to be that first Klingon mega, which was Kortar, Grilka, mm -hmm. Proto Wharf, Dahar Master Kang, and Klingon Janeway. Klingon Janeway is obviously the pick of the litter there. But I could see an argument for that being the worst, because Kortar is really not great. Grilka is bottom of the barrel. Dahal Master Kang is what I think like a 45 percent gauntlet, and that's about it. And then Proto Wolf is another command sec wolf, which you have plenty of. Too many wolves. Make a <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking through the crew. <laughs> I'm looking through the crew to refresh my memory. I would take. <laughs> I would take Klingon Janeway over uh, all of those other two skillers like combined. Because hmm. when she debuted, I mean, right now her numbers are great, but this is two years ago. She was the Sexi Voyager. Janeway, of course, is the faction queen. She has, what, like over 90% faction rate. Um, a lot of people are using her more and more lately for quick uh, arena accuracy initialization, which is uh, ever more useful with, with auto battle and speed up and stuff. So I think she... From a lot of angles, um, she so comes she out. Like, she would have solved yeah. the mega for you then? That, yeah, I think so. And, and you have, I mean, Proto Wharf, if you want to talk about two skillers getting events like Discovery, Proto Wharf has, has definitely had his share as well um, with, with good numbers for two skillers. So. Yeah. It, it's a conversation you can have, but the fact of the matter is, like, those two are old megas, and it's a case of. You would hope that they'd have the formula down by now. It's like, while the writing was like top-notch on this one, crew not there so much, which is a shame. Shall we move on? Shall we talk about... Let me rearrange the window. Shall we go on to this week's crew? And I'm just going to rearrange the window so we can slot up the top here. Um, apologies for everyone listening to the podcast. This is going to be the dullest point, but... <laughs> let me just tweak things here. And hurrah! We can now open up the scanner. Because I've got faith <laughs> for 
Going okay. where my heart will take me. Are we are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Thank you for the filler there. <laughs> we'll hide for my child's birthday party. Um, People are, I, their cars are I, swerving. I, they're I... crashing into <laughs> oncoming cars at this point. I love that just as you start singing that, um, to fill the VSA in the chat, said, Enterprise is underrated. And it's like, guess what? It's underrated because of that song. <laughs> Yeah, if they'd have just used Archer's theme, which was the end credits, wasn't it? If they'd have used that instead, yeah, so theme, better, it's perfectly so fine. Did you I know mean, there let's is? Let's not detour because I love that song. That intro. <laughs> okay, so this week we have the um, we are this is the flashback, isn't it? We are the flashback event yeah, with mirror giorgio as the sort of uh faction bonus we are competing in the mistress of the mirrors a faction event with your reward which is going to be na 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 for those that don't know she is a season na, two na, 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 na. <laughs> she is a season two um original series character from the episode a piece of the action which features kirk beaming down to a planet to meet some old friends and finding out they've all got guns Okay, I'd like to be a knock, but that's not a piece of the action. Is that not? No, which one? No, hang on. <laughs> no. A piece of the action is, eh, see? That's the gangsters. Oh, gosh, no, which one's this it's note? Been. It's already left your mind. It has. It's gone. I watched it today yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I, I watched this in preparation for um, a, a private little war, it's called. Mm. Uh, watched it in preparation close. for the show. We we, we kind of want to get back to the episode recaps and, you know, mm. riffing on the absurdity of, of certain tricks. And this was definitely absurd. Um, but uh, the first thing that has to be said is we took a question last week for Ben from uh, Zanasazi on Discord. And they wrote, um, any chance of a prominent new and non-main cast crew member, like hopefully TOS Season 3... <laughs> Vana, Dila, Natura, Elan, Rael, etc. So this person apparently loves the um, TOS bombshells. So this screw is for you. Now there's a collection, TOS bombshells. <laughs> we That's don't have Andrea yet. We don't have um, uh, Helen Noel. Uh, shirt, but there's several shirtless box that I think need to make <laughs> his way into that collection. Yeah. Um, now I think we have to get this out of the way. Um, Gentle viewers, if you came here to get an idea of Nona's power, of her voyage, applicability, of her event charge, in fact, today it is uh, none of your business. No. It's big on the show. Nailed it. <laughs> none, none of your business? Yeah. None of your business. Can I just none. bring up, I'm going to divert very slightly because for those that are in VIP Zero, they have a fun little game they have in their. Um, in their fleet chat where they'll take they'll look for squad names they're rotating squads and they have some fantastic names for various things like nona the above nona lisa uh, <laughs> nona your business was there nona entry yeah four nona blondes makes nona sense to me anyway carry <laughs> on <laughs> So See, VIP... this is what we're reduced to. We're reduced to these puns. <laughs> this crew is. Thank you, VIP Zero, for providing me with that segue. <laughs> providing with content. Um. So. Na 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 na. This this crew is like one of the more absurd ones in the story, and um, I, I guess we're not equipped for a full recap, but um. <sighs> 
it's a I'm weird not sure episode. how to. I'm not sure how to market this to people. If you're, if you are, um, if you like the TOS total off the wall crazy, and this episode has Mugatu, which is a man in an ape suit attacking Kirk, um, bites Kirk, poisons him, and then to be healed, Nona has to do this hypersexualized ritual to bring him out of his slumber, and he is then. Um, in legend, enslaved to give her whatever she wants. So this is like, this is total, you know, you can tell what's going on in the writer's room before they started on this episode. Um, but yeah, as a card, she's got the skill set you want. She could do some voyage work, but the power is not very good, and the traits event chances are abysmal. Yeah, it's sort of a shame when you look at this skill set and you think, ah, your Age of Sail Crusher without the collections and slightly better numbers. Speaking okay. of, we were talking earlier about, like, you know, you look at these cards, and, and this sort of reminds me a little bit of uh, Edward LaForge, who debuted a few a uh, few weeks ago in the fact that he had med and he had command. People go, he's brilliant, he's got med and he's got command, and he was fairly high-ranking, um, but he, you're going to get him at one of five. And you're going to have him, uh, unless you're going to throw sights on him straight away, you're going to have him at 1 of 5 for quite some time. So to actually get that utility out of him, you've got to invest straight away, which is kind of, you know, some, you know you're getting all crew at, at one five, you know, from the 1 500 to 1 of 5, but, you know, you're looking to plan out how they're going to play out over the next two, three years, where the sights are going to come from. Whereas a crew like this is going to stay average and go down. And there are going to be people that come up through the ranks, especially... Um, you know, looking at more, we're looking at more Stamets cards. We're looking at more uh, Culber cards. Possibly another Pollard variant coming. You know, with Disco, there is plenty more Med Command in the wings to be had. And is this someone that you actually, if you like the character, if you like the person, fantastic, absolutely. But if you're looking for someone statistically that might help your Med Command voyages, you've got to be prepared to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, it's always a tricky proposition when it's say, of, oh, this this character will do X, Y, Z on my roster. And it's like, yes, after you've invested 200k on or, or a few special offers in this case of... That, you know, I, I'm kind of going in with this now where I'm I'm no longer citing exclusively for skill set or power. I'm going for the crew that I want to cite. Hmm. Um, and I'm in luck because the, most of the crew I like to cite are people who will have events, people who have decent numbers. And even the one who don't, guess what? They'll probably have some kind of use down the road. But with a card like Nona, you kind of look at me and go, is there a single actual daily benefit that you will get from this crew? Do they have a gauntlet pair? Do they do something in Arena? Do they Are they a potential notch toward a future collection? Not, you know, TOS bombshells notwithstanding. Um, are they going to hold down daily shuttles for you? Are they going to be a marketable... Um, increase for you in voyages? Are they going to clear a node, like if you're a newer player? And I don't think, really, you can answer yes to many of these on Nona. And it's kind of a shame because I think we've had quite a few names in the past few months where in case of completely one-off character, you, you had to go, oh, I think I remember the episode. But they have something about them that is like special and will keep them relevant. And it's a case of, you know, it doesn't hurt the rest of the game to have that kind of, that kind of use, that kind of, they're good at one thing, and they, they diversify your roster a little bit rather than being another 200k to throw on the honor debt if you believe in the honor debt. 
this is a, always a losing money proposition, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is how sure I am. If you look at her traits, Kanutu, she's the only one. Neural, I'm assuming she's the only one. I've never heard of that. That's the Desperate. planet that she's from. The planet okay. Neural. That she's, yeah, the, yeah, her tribe and her planet, and those two are. Desperate has almost 200 crew. Civilian has almost 200 crew. And Crafty, which is near 100 crew. I, I would bet you, and I... And I probably shouldn't give out my, my PayPal information, but I will bet you money that in two years, in over the next two years, she will have zero event bonuses. So if if you if you need the twelfth best med base in the game for your shuttles, you know if you don't have bones from a few months ago, if you don't have anyone else fused up with a better score than her, then you know maybe there's something there. But I I guarantee she will not be getting a bonus anytime soon. So. Which leaves you with a Voyager of, I mean, when you start with middling power, like Idol said, it, it doesn't get any better. So if, if you like Zanasazi, I mean, I'm giving you the green light. Uh, she definitely qualifies as TOS bombshell. I think we saw more of her mid-drift than, than uh, anything else in the episode. <laughs> and if you get her to 5-5 five, five in a hurry, yeah, she'll make voyages. But next year or the year after, she may not. So this is sort of a short-term investment and this has to be for the love this has to be for the love of the game this citation for anyone that sort of wants a sort of more direct co you know correlation you know you're looking at she's comparable if you picked up reverend flocks in his campaign if you picked up dr pollard when she was in the event you know if you have both of those at you know and i'm talking directly for the, the skill pair you know uh, you know if you have both of those at five of five she probably won't even make the roster for a voyage Yeah, it's not a particularly uh, dropping the mic idol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a particularly rosy um, outlook for her, and it's it's just a bit of a shame because I I think that they could very easily get away with having made her a little bit more interesting. Um, it's funny you mentioned that you know she won't move the dial because you know do you need the the twelfth best med um uh, med base? Well, bones is going to be available in the behold tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, and in fact, I would cite bones over her. Um, she may help you, you know, get the better Voyager awards in the short term, but he will outlast her easily and will get bonuses down the line too. Uh, no name namer says, to be fair, Edward LaForge is only 15th in command med. Nona score is 2519, just behind Warship EMA's 2545. However, Warship EMA is the Doctor and an android. Well, Edward LaForge is science primary, so hmm. I, I think Idol is just talking about, you know, helping with a, a, a tricky skill set. Hmm. Um, which, yeah, not I mean, command it, directly, it's... but loosely around. Right, and in the same vein, it doesn't attack it directly either, but I would take nanoprobe flocks. Um, if you have four citations and you're itching to burn them on a tricky skill combo, I'd rather take nanoprobe flocks, even if he's not a med primary, um, he'll be making med end runs for you for far longer than Nona will. Yeah, so this actually kind of brings me to a point that we've been talking about in our Discord, which is a case of targeting like uh, difficult skill pairs is a good idea. Um, it's a good idea to diversify your roster and go for crew that target skill pairs that you don't really think of, like Sepsi or Med Command or Med Eng. They're always low on everyone's roster. Um, but in terms of like rarity, you have to think about what are these numbers actually going to do for you? Because for some of these pairings, 
there's like two good names. Like uh, Maid Command, for example. There's Pollard, there's Flops, and then there's some real garbage. And it's a case of, yes, you could think of, look, Nona, it will, it will target this thing. Yeah, but so would alternate future Bashir, and I'm not advising you cite him either. <laughs> um, in the end, you have to think about, like, also brought up the point in the case of, if you want to target Command Med, for example, you would probably be better off citing just a straight Command Crew and getting your voice score up that way than targeting piecemeal bits of Command Med from other way worse crews. I feel like we're getting, like, aggressive towards people at this point we're like don't you dare think about citing her at any point in the future you attack you'll dishonor your game look which it's out of love we're trying to make people we're trying to help people make the right decisions and the fact of the matter is if you love her people have weighed way stupider decisions for love if you love her let I me have know made way I have made way stupid decisions for love. I'll tell you that for free. Um, Yeah, it's a case of... Sorry, I'm stealing stars. It's a case of if you you get a crew who say Voyage 50, they look real good. By the time you finish siding them up to 5.5 or pulling them or whatever, they're going to be at the Voyage power that she's at now. So if you start with her now, it only gets slower. So Yeah, it's just a case of... If you want to take her and cite her, and have her finished, because this is a card-collecting game, do it. You just don't don't feel the need to justify yourself to other people by saying, oh, but she's targeting Command Med. No, it's, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just say, I cited her because I love her, and if people argue with you, just say, hey, hey, you're a twat. I like this character, and this is great, so... Exactly, this is like a, a part of the... Of the of the game that I'm coming around to now, because I was like, oh, I, went, I throw all these stars on characters that like you know have really good stats in the case of now I'm in this thing of like, I won't be able to reach Voyage uh, 10 hour whatever on my roster, and I don't really particularly care to, but I would like to have a whole load of finished warps and pikes and stamuses. I love that idea. That's That gives the game worth to me. And I don't have to justify that to anyone by saying, well, if I do this, then it's fine. Cite for love. <laughs> if you want to cite for love, cite for love. Otherwise, don't feel the need to justify yourself to other people. It's your roster, your game, play it how you like. We're just and saying that in the sheer numbers statistics, not great. And if you love Nona, what's wrong with you? Is Nona, she's... That's a terrible character. That was an awful episode. Don't judge. Don't oh. judge. She, she was, Is that she was not funny. the ultimate lesson of Star Trek? Is that not the ultimate lesson of Star Trek? Do not judge. Well, true. Yeah, no, no, fine. Yeah, yeah if, me out if there. you watch the Star Trek Day panels, they're all like, inclusivity, inclusivity. Yeah. Which is and very like, complimentary what they showed doing? in the 60s with Kirk's womanizing. Anyway, um, let's move on. He, he included every woman he ever came across, <laughs> so, you know. Whether they wanted to That's or a nice not. Way to put Actually, it. to be fair, she, she seduced him in the episode with her magic her, with her magic, with her herbs. That oh she yes, Kirk him. is always so oh, reluctant. Yes, <laughs> He's like, this is like, weird, I, whatever. I, we've talked about it before, but the... Um, Garrett Wong and Robert Duncan McNeil, the guys who played Harry Kim and uh, Tom Paris and Voyager, have their own podcast called The Delta Flyers. Um, and they're going through from the beginning and reviewing every episode one at a time. And I'm trying to catch up on that too. But in a recent episode that I listened to, um, Garrett says that 
Kirk was more of a reluctant romantic. The women always <laughs> seduce him. I'm like, really, Garrett? I don't yeah. think that that is the case. <laughs> but but this this is one where you know, Kirk Kirk didn't make the first move. You know, he usually makes the second, third, fourth, and fifth moves, but he didn't make the first move in this case. So I'll give you that much. Yeah, it's uh, uh, by the way, I have to issue a, co a correction to someone in the chat. This is something I, I feel very strongly about. Um, Stephen Insiner says that it's a lot of wharves. I'm sorry, but the correct terminology is a flock of wharves. <laughs> I thought it was a prune of wharves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, keep it regular. Um, so, on the topic of citing for love, idle. Well, hang on. Hang on. Let's briefly talk. I can say. Very talk. It's a good segue. We're nearly there. I'll make that the capstone. Put work into these cards. We got to talk about. I have, I have. We don't have to talk long. So the two other bonuses this week we have uh, Detective Dixon, and we also have Festive Loaxana Troy. Uh, the two super rare cards that are available from the flashback from when it was run previously to not the greatest um, super rare cards. You've got. Uh, let, let's just talk about uh, Festive Loaxana very quickly. Um, refresh my memory, you, you guys with your encyclopedic knowledge of everyone's traits, is she a diplomat? She is. She is, so that is worth considering. She is plus considering. one diplomat. Um, she's from that episode, I believe, where she has, like, I think it's called Xanthi Fever or whatever, and yeah. she's giving everyone on DS9 the vapors. Yeah. Um, and she's loving on Odo, because of course she does. I think that's like the first time, and then the second time rounds when they get caught in the turbo lift, I think. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, sounds about right. So so something occurs to me just now. Um, we've noticed this many times in the past, whether it's the 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 um, Guinan Mega with Empath, or sorry, Guinan Campaign with Empath, or this Trip One with Enterprise. They have a habit of sneaking bonus crew in for the upcoming Mega that you can use ahead of time. So I'm looking through Luxana Straits and I see Telepath Diplomat. Ambassador, these are ones that we just talked about with Spock that he shares in abundance. So, I mean, maybe this is nothing, but I'm going to bring this up for the next five years on this show if I'm right. <laughs> if, if, you know, if, if Spocktober ends up being one of these traits, um, I mean, she typically is freeze and forget, but you may be able to get some shuttle use out of her if Spocktober has anything to do with his, his one of his many traits. But he's a diplomat mega. Imagine that. That would make a dent in the collection, I think. Yeah, that would make a dent in the collection. Um, yeah, she's primarily a collection crew. Um, I've noticed that she's put down as festive number one there. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Major uh, Major Barrett or Major Barrett Roddenberry, depending on how you like to address her, is the first queen of Star Trek, Absolutely. and you should take every opportunity to take any card that she is featured in. Full stop. Definitely. She's a queen. We all bow down to the queen. Um, and guess what? Plus one diplomat is a lot than some cards can offer, honestly. If you haven't got her, um, or if and... you're missing a few stars, it's um, remind me ish because I didn't play the original event. She would be the ranked reward, and Dixon would be the threshold. Or is it the other way around? Well, the the sub is already up, but she's in the threshold for this one. Oh, she's the threshold reward. Okay, so you know. Uh, an easy so yet for an easy diplomat. High definition. There is Dix with Nona. <laughs> Dix with Nona, huh? Okay, yeah, got it. Hey, hey, this is a kid-friendly show, you son of a bitch. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of um, of uh, what's shaking Dix, uh, you know, the usual martinis and skirts, <laughs> um, 
No, there's is, a, again. There we go. There's a segue. There's a segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is basically another collection crew. Um, he's a decent enough Picard variant, I suppose, for the inevitable shuttles, but his numbers for daily use are not great. I think he's yeah. So his his dip base is six twelve. Bonus is just over seven hundred. With Picard having a billion variants, I could see you maybe not using him. Mm. Yeah, possibly. Um, you do have the... we, we just talked about Picard not getting any events and, and he has this one at least so that'll break the drought but yeah the vanity collection yeah. and then just on, on the outside he has pardon me the investigator trait which uh, security is his tertiary so I think he can only unlock medium difficulty not max difficulty but you know that's there for you if, if you're just starting out and You'll somehow managed to, to rank <laughs> ever since I introduced the little book into the big book. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's <laughs> you know we cater to everyone here, yes. not just the mega whales. Mega whales. Not much to say. Hey, about. He, I think he's like original release crew, which kind of justifies his numbers. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Like, would I would if he is? Good God. Um, <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah, plus one big goodbye, <laughs> which is a pretty hard collection to complete, and the crew in there are not great. So if you can grab a four star on that, that's a few extra merits and a little bit of dilithium, depending on what tier you're on. Not bad. Okay, now I think you can segue okay. into. Okay. First off, so I am very happy because this is honestly one of my favorite cards uh, to arrive in the game since I watched Picard. Uh, before before we do what I'm going to show, um, should we talk about the USS Zenghi Raika, um, the man himself who has debuted at Voyage rank 29 with the command sec dip, and I'm quite happy because there are you know you when we watch the new series we look at a character and go I want that card in timelines or other things and that was him and Picard with the eye patch sinister Picard were the two from from when I watched the series like I want them in the game and. You know, I, I went and I got students to Picard. Um, but guys, what do you think of Zenki Riker? So you you slipped Ben a twenty and said, uh, "Yeah, hey, yeah. God, Ben, Well, I th I don't know if that came off the back of the comments when we had Nepenthe Riker. I'm going, he's a three star. What is this? What is this shit? Um, here's Zenki Riker. <laughs> so I think that Jonathan Freights is a little bit round around the tummy, but good God, <laughs> if he can't still wear that uniform like mm -hmm. a champ. Like, he looks very majestic in that art. That's great art. I love that. It's brilliant. I can't be biased so, about this. I'm just gushing about the art and the card. Like, <laughs> I, I, I am not objective by any means about him. <laughs> that's the kid. That's what you're paying us for. Um, he, he, he is sort of the stock standard new crew. These are good numbers. Um, if you want a crew, this one will last you for a while. And obviously the big drawback is the skill set, you know, command sec, whatever. We've gone over that a billion times, but top 30 Voyager, um, base 12. Now, here uh, is the easy dichotomy between a med base 12 with Nona and a, med, and a command base 12 with Riker. Beyond bonuses, you have a seat which shows up um, basically three times as often as Med does. He'll also get regular bonuses with Riker. I think this last um, last year in 2019, Riker had, what, five bonuses, and he's already picked up a few more th this year. Um, and even in the arena, if you fuse him, he will get up to, I think, plus 10 accuracy at six seconds. So, there. I mean, there's a handicap, but there's usability there. I mean, if 
if you love him half as much as Idol does, you can employ him there as well. So skill set aside, he's fairly well-rounded, um, and he's got the the stats to hang on in use, in service for a year and a half, two years, depending on your roster, maybe maybe longer. Yeah, so I actually looked this up because I was kind of curious about like um, where he would sit in this kind of skill set in this like top 30. Um, he is behind Sinister Picard, Koloth, Determined Paris, Control Leland, and Quinn in terms of this like skill set. Obviously, differing orders depending on which one you go for. Um, of those, he's you know Determined, Determined Paris with that plus one diplomat. They they all have different like pluses and minuses, but this is one of those instances where the numbers are good enough, as Auto says, that you can take a slightly dark skill set for something that you love. I did the same thing for Age of Sail Wharf, and I got a plus one to Age of Sail out for that. In this case of, these numbers are decent. Like, if you don't have any of those cards, then guess what? This will be a decent upgrade on whoever you're using, like Suspiria or Garth of Izar, if you're still using them on Voyages, then yeah, this is perfectly fine. However, if you want to wade into a six-pack, which yes, you can't recommend. I was just going to say, don't do six-packs, kid. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so but but Captain Jane was the gateway drug to six packs because she and Paris and 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 Indignant Seven, whoever else had that little bit of uh bad behold insurance where if you get them and keep a couple extra copies you can you can make a, a fairly good gold out of it. So that does sweeten the pot. I, I even thought of pulling once or twice my, myself just because I could use the Janeway stone, but uh I decided against it, and Idol certainly could not. I could not, and let's turn that off, and let's make us big again. Sorry, I've got to do some rearranging of screens. Hang on. I'm going to do... When the moon hits your eye <laughs> like a big pizza pie at Samori. That's beautiful. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> We need to make a bit. Out of that. Right, let me do some screen sharing. So, I, I could not help myself. And oh, hang on, I've cropped myself. I've cropped my sides. Oh no! There we go. Hang on, let's just de decrop myself. That's not kind of euphemism. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> right, de decrop myself. Let's shrink myself down. There we go. Right. So let me just screen share and apologize for podcast viewers. This is going to be a little bit of a screen sharing moment. You can catch up on the YouTube and see it for yourself. So um, I could not help myself, and I actually, um, there we go. Uh, I actually decided to pull yesterday. I was going to save it for today, but I decided, well, I'll actually record what I'm doing, and this is sort of a part one of two of what I'm going to do tonight. So uh, if I just play this, so there was yesterday's stream, and let me just skip it ahead a little bit because I dawdled for a little while while I was just testing things out. So here we go. So for if anyone wants to have a little prediction by how many pulls it took me to, well, you know, I had 40, uh, you know, I had an, uh, about 40 pulls to do. Um, so that was pull one. And I dawdled there for a little bit, but they will get a bit more current. Hang on. There we go. Right. So, pull two. So, yeah, my my first on. guess was under ten because you are such a luck box. You've gotten so many <laughs> good six pack crew in a few pulls, but then other people started making guesses, and I said, "Is yeah. this like Price is Right? Can I just guess one more than everyone else?" <laughs> and if it's like a billion pulls, and I still win, so <laughs> oh, I think I ended. I, I think I think I finally guessed eighteen plus. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to my Discord screen here. Hang on, it's. Let me. It's tiny on the screen. I do apologise. Oh, there we go. That's a bit better. 
Um, so, uh, as gentle just... viewers, I would like to point out that this is how you know we're the number one premium timeline <laughs> show. Gameplay directly to you. Exactly. Um, oh, and I've left the bar on there, so that kind of gives it away a bit. But <laughs> we planned this well. <laughs> but this this has to be possibly one of the most simultaneously lucky and unlucky sort of um, pulls that I had because I didn't get anything but frozen goals for the entirety of the time. I think there was a few SRs I could have taken, but I didn't. But, you know, generally you pull a few 650s, you might have a slim chance of getting a gold. But as you can see... So what you were saying is you had the IV with all the drugs going directly into your system and you were just like... I was happy While to... the super res that you could have taken <laughs> were just flying by. No, no, Where's so I, didn't... The I need that hit. Interestingly, notice I didn't take Vic there because we're getting Vic Fontaine over the next four months. So, you know, it's, it's planning ahead. Oh, yeah, and those daily rewards. <laughs> there's a Janeway. There so, is a Janeway. how many have, lizards do you have? I have a full 5 of 5 lizard, and I'm not interested in having any more. So, we're getting there. So, this is. This is a bit more anticlimactic than I thought. Hey, but... you were Resri. Well, now Stella Rice isn't going to subscribe. <laughs> hey, she's a Jadzia fan, not a uh, not an Esri fan. Well, yeah, I don't know. True. Did Stella you'll have to correct us on that one? Which is a uh... no, no. She she oh, doesn't like Esri. It's it's all about the. Hang on, we're getting my audio there. I was on I was on another stream at the time, so we don't want to hear her. Don't want to hear. Oh, that. were you pulling packs on the toilet again? I, I told you, do not put that on the stream. All right, we can hear. Oh, there's there we Riker. go. Zenki Riker in twelve pulls. That's what it took me to get him. There um, is that. Uh, there he is. And there's now, that lovely man. If I now well, cut what, across. What is the luck? Uh, 12, 12 pulls. Very lucky. I had uh, forty to go from. Um, so I was very happy to get him in under 12 and there he is so then the next part of what I'm going to do tonight is I still have all my sites from the honor sale I have 17 sites and as you can see from my screen aside from Colonel Carr ignore him there he's my mule for ancient films at the moment he's not getting involved he can get immortalized soon but I am planning to do what we were talking about um earlier is citing for love and one of the things i've always wanted to do was finish the age of sale collection which you can see i've got these are my these are my three remaining age of sale people i don't have immortalized but i thought well i've got 17 sites and if my maths is correct i have 17 stars between these three sinister picard who again like i said earlier one of my favorite characters and zenghi Riker. so i think it's only fair that we do this next so i'm gonna start citing up and I know, I know, it feels dirty putting sites on on what? on Riker. Sean, you want to maybe show us the collections first? The collections, just okay. So we let's, see how, uh, just so we see how much we have to go with Age of Sail. Right. So, so I'd like to point something out, by the way. If your maths are wrong and you end up a few sites short, you're going to look really. Well, stupid. hang on. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. Count on your fingers, people. But 9, 10, just, 11, 12, 13, 14, last, 15, 16, so 17. If you don't have enough, you can pull more packs. <sighs> so, yeah, let, let's just do it. Let's get him. Right, here we go. So, 17 sites. There we go. Let's go. So, yeah, this feels slightly dirty doing it this way, but you know what? I want to finish Age of Sail. I want that hat. Not that it's going to replace... Spot. We're all about getting quick and dirty in here. No uh, way. Yeah. Um. There he goes. He's done. <laughs> And, and and pause afterwards so we can admire their fully fused stats. Look at that. You won't see that often. Age of Sail Riker is immortalized. Uh, I, can't, I, li I like 
any Riker variant. I think they're all good. Might freeze them. Oh, hang on. What have we got here? I'll look at that in a minute. That's your agent sale uh, reward. Yeah, well, let's see if we get a few more. Let's get Crusher up. Now, this does feel a little bit dirty. It does but, a bit. You know. They might get frozen. We'll see. So, we recorded, I guess, months now, months ago now at this point, uh, a little art chat, start, mm. st art mm. trek. And uh, one of the things we talked about was Age of Sales, Age of Sale data's art being did, a little yes. strange. Uh, but in that scene, he's he's shoving Crusher, this Crusher, off um, the edge of the ship, and then he turns and he gives that cheeky little smile to everyone else because he thinks they're going to be in <laughs> stitches about his prank. Now he just helped a guy. Yeah, and this art card. doesn't quite capture it. Um, yeah. Because the art is like so good across the entire collection, apart from him, and it is a bit of a shame. But mm. oh, well, the the one thing to be said about Age of Sail Wharf is he is actually, you know, looking up at everyone. If you if you equip them on your bridge crew, he is somewhat smaller than the others. He is majestic, and I will not hear a thing <laughs> said against my small son. Little. <laughs> you do remember how to fire famous. So there we go. That should the end of the Age of Sail collection. I'm just going to show off Picard's stats because he's actually a little bit of a... He's quite beefy. Look at that one. Oh, he's very beefy. He's yeah. very beefy. I'm going to... Like, well, between we, him we and Sinister and Zengi. We've yeah. been spending too much time together because beefy is the first adjective that came to my mind. <laughs> so, hey, uh, set sails. Let's have a look. So, we should be... Oh, I've got some packs to pull as well. So, there we go. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Oh, good. I thought that wasn't going to give me the end. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's going to give me it all at once. I thought I had to do it. All right. Really? Oh, that's oh no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I usually am wrong. Let's do that. Oh, get some honor as well. We have a fantastic avatar coming up as well. So you, you, you're you going to have to put that one on. I will, I'll put it on for the sake, but I'm going to go back to Zheng He because... <laughs> look, look, there it is. You, you've got a humble brag. You've got to do it. you got to do it. And I, you know, I, I did want to finish this collection. I can also do um, Big Goodbye as well, but I'm not... Oh, nah. Badge of Office! I didn't even know it was called that. So shall we play... There we go, hang on. Shall we play Can You Find the Avatar in here? Oh, there oh it is! Popped in. Oh, that's nice. There we go. I guess the non-crew one sorts up top, if we yeah, had to guess. Well, it's, it's Riker, Uhura, and then the dog for some reason. <laughs> uh, okay, so this Age of Sail is done. Now, Sinister or Zheng He first? Who should we do? You should but go Zheng He. Sinister Picard, and then we'll end on your oh, favorite yeah. Riker. Ah, uh, yeah. Picard is actually a bit of a powerhouse. He's he in the top 10 Voyagers. Um, and, you know, skill set aside, he's. He's quite beefy there. In fact, I think Idol didn't you take him to one or two gauntlets when you first got him? I did. I, I didn't have much luck with him, to be fair. But uh, he does have use if you don't have some of the uh, the usual powerhouses there. I think since uh, Red Angel has been introduced, I don't think he uh, his traits appear quite as frequently. Frequently. Uh, so there we go. Sinister is done. So what you're saying is that they've nerfed that powerhouse armors. Oh no, how terrible. No, he's still he's still pretty good. Alright, let's do Zengi. Let's get him done. And then I've got two. You just got blow two. you just blow by this. Oh, yeah. Do you right. Well did you want to look at him? Look at there you go. 
1473 and 1185 on the bases. But look, 679 max roll on his security is. is and he has a uh, lovely beret. I, I think you're making Chad a bit jealous. People that pulled and didn't get these screw them. I know, I know, and I'm so sorry, but I'm also sorry, not sorry. Um... <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll assuage the chat by mentioning that I think I must have blown, what, 10, 15k dilithium on trying to get Jet Reno from that six pack. I, yeah. And I did. it did not work out well for me. Um, I had to spend 15k to get her. So that was, yeah. Zeng, he yeah. is Don't do six packs, kids. It, it never works out. It works out for lucky people on the internet, but not easy for you. Come, it easy come, easy go. If you're going to do it, you've got to put a lot into it. Like, you've got to have. I, I had dilithium to spend to put into it but if you're gonna go i'll do two packs and maybe i'll get lucky no you won't um the thing he is no yeah. everyone else will just not you <laughs> yeah exactly it's uh, kind of the, the kind of the rule but it is kind of interesting that um because i think it was what um so yeah reno was g given away and the other one that i really wanted my serial colbert ended up being that weird uh event pack with uh 171 bashir and mm. odan Riker. Where I was able to snag him for it felt like basically for free because it's a case of well I need everyone in here. Click 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 click. Oh my Cedar Colbert and he's gonna eat like a fine wine. Um two problems. Um, if, little, uh, if they don't if they go, and then we'll start. How about a little yeah. a little age of sale bridge crew photo afterwards. Yes. Mm. That is that's a good point. Um so yeah, that's what I'll actually say is if there is a crew that you really, really, really want in the six pack think about it, they might turn up at an event, or a campaign, or a giveaway, or something. They might. You so might get lucky. I did my two premiums. It's all honour. <laughs> so if you're looking so, at those two premiums for your shuttle rewards... <laughs> so, yeah, well, I was just going to say, while well, it's pain is fresh, are you sure you want to spend the dilithium on two more of those? It's too late. Two I've more movies. <laughs> I think I've already done Moogie! it. No, I'm uh, I'm I'm on my way now, but um, so there we go. Uh, yeah, that, a little was... bridge crew photo action. Oh, hang on, I've got an. Oh, do you know what? No, because I, I uh, want to see midget wharf in I action. Can see, you can do this because do you know what? It is still a pain in the ass to get. If we go to ignore my voyage for a minute, so you have to go. This is still like the worst way of doing this. Get that timer going, slave. By the way, yeah, the ultimate expression of love is is the fact that we're letting our voyages stall while we do this show. Yeah, so. like, hang on, I we, can't... Lo we love you guys so much. So hang on, there's Wolf, right? Bugger off! See, look, I can't. How? how? This is awful. Data, Data's in the second row. Is he? Hang on, where is he? Oh, well, there's Riker as well. So Data there. Oh man. I have to admit, I would love it Riker's if, like, in the during fifth row this... on the left side. Your eyes are better than mine. I would love it if during this, in the bottom right, we just saw your your voyage tick over into, like, <laughs> dead. It's just like, mm. There's Riker again. Wait, do you have two Rikers? Well. It should say he's equipped if you, if you already have do, Riker. It should do, but watch, right? watch what happens. It'll just go, ding, ping over there. Okay. So, well, then, yeah. yeah. Security is easier anyway. <laughs> oh, at the top. Oh, there's Worf again. There's no, Worf, I'm confusing yeah. myself. This, ben, get on this, will you? Come on. We, I think we did mention it. I think I did say, like, yeah, it's great you've done this for Skirmish, but <laughs> I'm not even looking. Like, this is so bad. I, I'm just scanning your crew to see who I can mock you for. 
You can mock me for a lot of people, including Trelane somewhere in here, which was Auto's fault, I blame him. I, oh, I see no. a Dr. Soong in there. That's pretty gross. That was pretty bad, Dr. isn't Soong's it? pretty gross. That's pretty disgusting. I can't... You look so hard. Right, there's, Picard, there's Picard there. in the yellow. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. So, okay. all right. Let's get out of here. And let's all just go in here. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. We do it here. I... This is going to play so great for the podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, over there. Uh, yeah, no. Hat. Hat. Look at the hat. And then Tiny Wolf. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> and I think... I think on that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to end the show. Thank you for everyone who came and watched us uh, spend our sights everyone who watched us moan about Nona and talk about Smocktober we will be back next week to talk about whatever fine extravagances that Wicked Realm Games decides to unveil on us and talk about the next event so from myself from Auto from Stars gentlemen we will see you next week <laughs>